morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaitlin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. Uh, March Madness continuing to roll here. Uh, gold and silver rallying. And again, you got to buy these dips. you got to buy these pullbacks because most of it uh, is based on uh, on make-believe, fantasy, idiotic thinking where uh, you got to understand a lot of uh, Wall Street is really a casino. And it's in the hands of, of a handful of, of really big companies that just, hey, I want – I, I want gold prices to move today or oil prices to move today or wheat or cotton or or a stock. And if I can use a headline to make it move, that's what I'm going to do. And this is what we saw this week. We had a, a rally on Wall Street. Really, Wall Street's really rallying, really. Right? The, the, cent, the central bank has already gone on record saying, hey, listen, we're going to put us into a recession because inflation's out of control, but we, we're going to rally. But again, oh, oh, peace talks. And, all, and of course, we know, we, we've heard, how many times have you heard the word peace talk? And it comes out every three or four days, and it's always nonsense. And then you look at uh, oil prices. They oil prices today back to almost $110 a barrel. Why? Well, what happened? Oh, we got actual data. And this is why you're buying gold. This is why you're buying silver. Because you know what the actual data is and what the actual data is actually going to be. And if you're too dumb to figure that out, well, then you deserve what you get. It's really just that simple. It really is. If you want to, uh, you know, believe in, in uh, you know, ifs and buts and candies and nuts and unicorns and all that, great. Great. But when you get wiped out, when all that money sitting in your bank account suddenly gets tied up and you get issued some stock that maybe in the future you can get your money back, maybe... That's on you. The bail-ins are coming. The digital money is coming. And I know you know it. I know you know it. Because you've been listening to me for 20 years telling you what's going to happen. You know, when Jay Powell and all his cronies, and it's amazing to me. How do all these people, all these Fed governors still have jobs? How long did we, and it's not just Jay Powell, Janet Yellen. How does she still have a job? Inflation's going to be transitory. Please. Well, you got to remember, first they said there wasn't going to be any. And then for a whole year, oh, it's going to be transitory. Well, look at where we're at. Look at what's coming. We got a great show lined up for you. The shortages are real. And they're not going to go away anytime soon. And what you think, you think you're paying a lot now, give it another 90 days. I'm joined with my partner in crime, the man that runs the front range, uh, Jason Walker. Jason, good morning. Uh, welcome. Uh, it is a hump day Wednesday. And once again, March has not disappointed. 
Yeah, so sometimes life feels like a flat tire, huh, Joe? <laughs> I, uh, I found out that a set of tires for a Toyota Corolla is $750 installed. How's that, what, Joe? What, what, yeah, what, wow. <laughs> I mean, think about this, right? This is uh, probably, not probably, I would venture to say the most common tire on a car in, in the United States today, i.e., Probably the cheapest set of tires that you could get, you know, uh, uh, you know, because it's standard. Hey, we make more, you know. What, what was it? My cousin Vinny. Yeah. The defendant's car I want the most common tire, a Michelin R15, blah, blah, blah. 800 bucks. Right, Joe. We could have got a lower grade tire, maybe down to 650 uh, And then the higher grade tire would have been up to $1,000. So we, we went mid, middle range. Yeah, you're, yeah, just the, give me the middle of the road. Give me, you know, not, not, it's not the best tire out there. It's not the worst tire out there. But hey, I, I want, you know, a decent tire. I used to be able to buy a used Corolla for a thousand dollars. Oh man, remember those days? Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And again. I, it's hard to put into words. You have no idea what's coming. Uh, oil inventory reports. Uh, once again, we released 3 million barrels of crude oil out of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. It didn't matter. Uh, drawdowns, uh, down 3, 4 million barrels. Cushing, Oklahoma, drawing down again. Uh, distillate stocks. There's just not enough to go around. How about today? Austin International. Austin, Texas says they may run out of jet fuel at the airport, Jason. Get ready. Well, I guess the prices of airfares will go up at that point, I guess, Joe. I guess first come, first serve when you, if you have the money, I guess. Well, that's, and that's why things get so expensive. You know, we are, there are so many facets to inflation, uh, especially when you add uh, the supply lines start to get messed up. And, man, I just – what I love about the show that we do, Joe, is that it's not the war – in Ukraine, it's not coronavirus. If everything was smooth sailing the last two and a half years, we'd still have all of this going on. It's just a smokescreen, Joe. Yeah, all, all, and, and you know what? So glad you said that because we were telling you way before there was anything about Russia or any of that other stuff, uh, what was coming. And, and, and again, uh, we're seeing it all play out. And all of the other stuff is just noise and distractions to fool you to what's really coming. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Joe and Jason joining you. Uh, as I said uh, earlier, uh, the, the shortages are starting to spread. You're going to see it everywhere. Uh, yesterday, uh, the White House had, had a, a day, they have it every day with, you know, they call it a daily press briefing. And they were talking about food. And specifically, uh, they were asking, uh, the president of the Council of Economic Advisory. Yes, yes, the Her name is Cecilia Rose. And they were talking about what's happening with food prices. And, of course, we've told you about fertilizer. We told you about stuff like Roundup and, and fixing tractors, diesel, the cost of diesel. By the way, oh, 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 
wait till you see what diesel does this summer. And I don't mean that in a good way. Uh, and of course, obviously, uh, the commodities themselves, uh, wheat and soybean and corn and all these, all the grains that we need. And she said that, here, here was what she said. First, we are a net, a net exporter of many food commodities. So that's the first. So kind of suggesting, uh, well, Dare I say, could you imagine if we had to export less? Farmers re- respond to price signals, she said. And so with the price of food rising, they will be responding by making additional plantings and taking advantage of these increased prices. See? See, it's fine. The farmers apparently... Jason, they just, they just have all this money in the world to buy all this fertilizer and, and apparently they've got all this other ground, uh, and, and they're just gonna plant a lot more stuff. See, problem solved. Yeah, the, the farmers got squeezed decades ago and so something like this happening makes it really bad for the guys that are hanging on. And, uh, it doesn't help the guys like Bill Gates and things coming in buying all the farmland they can buy up so they can just add it to the biggest and hugest of farm uh, conglomerates, Joe, and then those were the only companies that are going to be able to farm, and, and uh, that's why the quality of our food has dropped so so massively. Yeah, and, and that's exactly right. I know every small independent farmer in America, if you heard the idiocracy, this is the whole problem uh, with, with the, uh, the Biden administration. I mean, from Joe Biden to Kamala Harris to their economic advisory team, these people are absolutely clueless. They have no idea how, how the real world works. And, and, and again, sitting there saying, oh, don't worry. Yeah, they're, they're just going to plant. They're not planting more. Have you seen what fertilizer costs, if they could even get it? Have you seen what the cost of diesel fuel is? Uh, and now apparently even that. Getting, getting diesel fuel is going to become a problem. Uh, it, it's, again, their complete ineptness, and I, I just go back to the 70s again. Arthur Burns, who nobody's ever heard of. Why? Because he was such a terribly weak Federal Reserve President. Jay Powell and him are, are again, two peas in a pot. How do these people have jobs? How does Jay Powell get renominated? He got renominated by the Biden administration, a guy that said, oh, don't worry, there's not going to be inflation. And, of course, here we are. And, and not forget about inflation. This is stagflation. This is inflation. Believe me, when this is all said and done, this will be worse than the 70s with their fake numbers. So you can imagine how bad it's going to be for all of us in real terms. And And they just don't get it. And then, of course, throw Jimmy Carter and even Gerald Ford. Right, the weakness of the of of the federal government and and all of this really, Jason, is leading up to an and it's an economic disaster that I don't think most people see coming. Yeah, it's interesting. I I think really, and and we'll do more and more of this. I, I just watch what's happening in California. It almost seems like whatever's happening in California, that's what's coming our way. So I, I saw a video yesterday, Joe. Uh, you know, just a, a regular guy say, hey. What's going on here? And he shows a, a Costco gas station with 50 cars in line. Now, I don't see gas lines here in Colorado, but why do I have a feeling that's that's coming here? He also said uh, he's driving around with all these empty stores. He went to the uh, one of the last really 
I guess, still running malls in, in the California area, the Southern California area, and all the, you know, all empty, empty, empty everywhere. But he, he noticed, hey, there's a whole lot of warehouses being built at record breakneck speed. He's like, man, does somebody want to store a whole lot of stuff in a bunch of warehouses, Joe? That Boy, does that trigger the whole uh, uh, corporate corporate conglomerates to have the, 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 the good treatment. They're going to fill up and make new warehouses as fast as they can, but the, uh, the locals and the small businesses are going to get trampled, Joe. Yeah, it, it's really an impossibility uh, for businesses, uh, especially small ones, that to be able to absorb all of these costs. Uh, avocado prices, which already uh, were rising now, they're saying that uh, record high food inflation is going to continue. Uh, a box of avocados, yes, uh, from Mexico now is up 40% uh, to $38. It's actually $2 away from record all-time highs. Uh, by the way, 80% of all of our avocados come from Mexico, and they're saying, once again, ready? Factors, why? Well, let's see. First on the list, cost of fertilizer. Uh, second on the list, the cost of diesel. Uh, third on the list, the cost of transportation to get the avocados from Mexico to the United States. And they're saying that essentially at the end of the day, they just can't pass the cost along fast enough. Today, the box of avocados is going to be $38. By the time it gets to the store, we buy the box of avocados. The store reorders. Uh, Mexico is going to say, well, that, now it's $50, right? They reorder. Now it's 75 Now it's 100 and, and this is going to happen over and over and over and over again. Maybe it would be cheaper if the avocados could migrate illegally. Maybe that would bring it down some. <laughs> Well, you know what? Boy, don't say that. It actually, you know, it would be. <laughs> there's I probably mean, some on, avocados. You, yeah, there's you, some avocados you know, over illegal. I, I, I hate to see how much uh, government crap is 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 in a box of avocados, avocados. Yeah. right? You know, come on, all the taxes and everything else that you got to go through. How about this though? The Biden administration is releasing a budget for next year. I was just starting to look at that. that. I was just starting to look at five point right? eight trillion. Is that right? You know, yeah, just a few, don't worry, it's just trillions, but here's the funny part, gotta remember, as far as the government's concerned, 2021, or 2021, listen to me, fiscal year 2022 is halfway over. So they're getting ready for fiscal year 2023, which starts October the 1st. Guess what's in it? You'd think, okay, so, man, we, we, we've got all kinds of energy problems. I just, I mean, we got airports now saying, hey, man, we may run out. We may run out. Why? Because you know what? We don't want to have to order. God, it's already so expensive. Maybe it's going to, uh-uh, it's not getting cheaper. You would think there'd be all kinds of stuff of you drilling and oil and, and, and natural gas. Mm. Uh-uh. Nope, in the $5.8 trillion budget, a significant portion of spending will be in the name of climate change and environmental justice. Yes, 
It continues. And again, this is exactly what we're talking about. This is a deliberate act. This is a deliberate act. And, and remember, I forget who it was, if it was BlackRock or, or Blackstone or one of these guys came out and said, hey, listen, the fact that gasoline's going to 7 or $8 a gallon, diesel fuel could be 10 bucks a gallon. That way, when we go to wind and solar and all this other stuff, uh, it'll be a washout because now uh, at those levels, Switching over to wind and solar uh, can be financially viable because that's what you're going to pay when we do that, right, Jason? Yeah, sure. Seems like you can have one hemisphere uh, using uh, you know, wind and solar and, and clean energy, so-called, and then you have another hemisphere that's uh, going all out in gas. You know, I mean, that's really kind of uh, breaking the world up into the into the gas users and the non-gas users, I guess, Joe. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, 1.45 billion, which the, they're describing as a environmental justice efforts, uh, and, and all kinds of pork in this thing. Uh, nothing about, uh, you, know, you gotta spend 2.6 billion to advance gender equality across a broad range of sectors, right? Okay, here we, you know, this thing never ends. It, it, it never ends. And this is the problem, uh, with our government. This is how big it's gotten. We're to blame. We keep electing these idiots. We keep electing these people. We keep wanting to believe all of their fake promises and nobody gets held accountable, Jason. No, I mean, I, I, there were good people to vote for. We, I, I talk about it, man. It seems like uh, blue side, red side. There's, there doesn't seem to be a uh, side for the citizens. And uh, if we, yeah, Joe, Joe we'll, we'll talk about. It. You got some good guys that want to come in here and economically fix things, not just you know flap their gums a little bit. We'll talk about them. But you know, Joe, you don't talk about a lot of politics and politicians. I think there's because there's nobody to talk about that they all vote for this stuff. Yeah, think about this now. Airports. Are, are sending out warning messages to the airline industry saying, hey, our airports are low on jet fuel. So uh, when you come in here, wherever you came from, put more fuel on your plane because you can't get, we can't fill up your planes here. You, you got, you got to either come in and if not, hey, if you don't want to do that, then you need to send us more supplies. Uh, otherwise, uh, your, your planes aren't gonna take off. I mean, this is, this is happening in real time. This is something, again, uh, we're not used to this stuff. We're, we're not used to, what, what do you mean? Could you imagine you're sitting on the tarmac, uh, folks, uh, this is the captain speaking. Uh, we don't have any fuel. And the, uh, gas station here at the airport is out. And uh, we're just waiting for the next truck of diesel fuel to show up. Uh, it should be here uh, next Tuesday. So just uh, make yourself comfortable, and the flight attendants uh, will be handing out soft drinks and peanuts while you, we wait. And Joe, there might I mean, be a there might, there might be a fuel surcharge on your next flight that gets added on top of your ticket, which means hey, we're flying to an airport that has less fuel that won't be able to load us up. So we got to fly with more fuel to get there. So that means, well, it's going to be less fuel efficient. One of the reasons they don't fill the tanks on these planes all the time is because it, it, it you burn more fuel because you have a heavy more, load. More, it's heavier, yeah. right, eh? Burns more fuel. It costs more. Hey, here's the good news. Ready? They, 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 they gave some good news. I want to give good news today. The good news is, so far, 
No flights have been canceled and no uh, flights have been diverted as of yet. So there you go. There's your silver lining. Uh, it's going to happen. just hasn't happened yet. And don't worry, farmers. You just plant more food. Man. Just plant more food. No, don't worry. You're going to go ahead. Go, forget about how much it's going to cost. Forget about the fact that, that you're probably going to lose money. You just plant more food because, you know, our economic advisory council said that's what you're going to do. It kind of seems like an eternity away, but Thanksgiving and Christmas this year, if, if the inflation continues, which it should, the way it looks, how much is it going to cost to fly home for Christmas, you know, Joe? Well, let me tell you right now, I, 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 I'm going to make this real easy on you. You're not flying home for Christmas. That, that's what's going to happen. I mean, the rich people will fly home. Uh, but but flying and driving is going to be uh, incredibly uh, more expensive. Uh, and, and part of the reason, so uh, just as an example, we are actually producing more oil right now than we were six months ago. But there's a small problem with that. I'll tell you what it is when we get back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Gold's up 25 bucks here. 1936. Uh, Silver's up almost 50 cents today. uh, $25.15. Yesterday we had $20 gold. We had a volume special. Here's what I'm going to do today. We've got... We've got about 65.20s. Yesterday we were running them. Uh, they were 22.55. I'm going to keep that price. Obviously right now $20 gold's at 22.75. And I'll just tell you, that was the price from the wholesalers about $10 in gold ago. So probably going to be higher than that. Uh, gold uh, keeps running here. But right now uh got 65.20s, 22.55. So this is... Giving you a free day here, but that's all I can do. Uh, 10th ounce gold eagles. This is the very last day. Uh, 250 bucks on the one tenth ounce American gold eagle. Uh, if you buy a roll of 10th ounce, uh, 245. But today is the final day on one tenth ounce American gold eagles at 800 592 on the silver front. Uh, a lot of you that have been waiting, especially on Silver Eagles, uh, all of those uh, should be going out by the end of this week. We have uh, Silver Eagles landing in Phoenix and in Colorado over the next couple of days. But here's the thing. Today, again, new all-time record high premiums on on Silver Eagles, on, on utility, junk silver, uh, new record high premiums. Uh, and again, uh, the reason is simple, because nobody has any. You think Saudi Arabia yesterday when they announced, oh, by the way, uh, starting May 1st, at another $5 a barrel, they were already saying, hey, whatever you say the spot price is, Wall Street, you guys think you're so smart, we're already selling ours for 5 bucks more than that. Starting May 1st, we're going to make it 10 bucks more. Why do I get the feeling by the time we get to May 1st, Jason, it could be 15 or $20? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I'm not surprised by any of the crazy moves that happen when they do happen, Joe. It's, it's almost expected. The only thing we uh, sit around and wonder is when. When, when do we see these crazy things? And, uh, man, I, 
I was able to, on the commercial break, play, play a couple of minutes of uh, commentary on that budget. That budget that uh, Biden's proposing, that is that is nasty. That thing's going to be horrible. Uh, highest, Some of the highest tax hikes ever uh, levied mostly against big corporations. And I don't see any big corporations uh, getting all upset about it, Joe. I think they understand how big, it works. Yeah, there's a big, big storm coming because you got to understand – uh, the the Federal Reserve essentially was the bond market. I mean, think about what they've done. They went from when they started buying bonds again, and this was in late 2019. They went from under four trillion dollars to nine trillion. So you think about, hey, that's over five trillion dollars over not even what a year and a half give or take. Now that's gone. Now they're buying none. And now they're threatening. When I say threatening, because I think they're going to make good on this at the next meeting, they're going to raise 50 basis points and then say we're going to start selling bonds. At a time when already the SEC already, we got a liquidity problem. Matter of fact, let's change the rules. All of you uh, banks and stuff that weren't considered uh, dealers to the treasury markets, you now need to be dealers. Because remember how the treasury market rolls. Hey, there's not enough buyers, they get stuck onto the dealers. And here's what's going to happen. All of a sudden now we've got an economy slowing, rates rising, the bond market tightening, we're going to have yields spiking. At the same time, the Biden administration is, is talking about the billionaire tax, the corporation tax, this tax, that tax. And all of those things because the budget is absolutely out of control. You're sitting there thinking about, hey, we've got a budget that's almost $6 trillion. I mean, the economy, what's the economy right now? 20 to 22 trillion, something like that. And we're talking about a federal government that has a budget. Of course, now they say $6 trillion. Well, I think whatever, I think it's 5.8 is the official number. But you know. Oh, well, wait a minute. Oh, you know what? Well, we gotta give money to, to, it's the Ukraine's, or, or we gotta do this, or we gotta give money over here, or the disaster over here. By the time we're done, what are we gonna spend? 6.5, 7 trillion, especially if interest rates start spiking and all the interest on the debt. All of a sudden, we've got a government that's almost a third of the, of the country's economy, Jason. It's not sustainable. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's always a hidden line or two in there for for different uh, possibilities. Hey, pass this budget, and then like the line that's like you know five thousand pages down, it says, "Oh, by the way, if, if we uh, if we need a, to borrow a little extra from the Fed and uh, amongst uh, two two thousand twenty three, uh, you know, we reserve the right." Right. There, there was a big article out today about QE five, and apparently, I don't know what QE number we're on, but somebody says it's QE five. Is coming a lot sooner than people think. And remember, uh, Jason, we've told, we've been telling you this. Here's how this ends: demand destruction. Period. With that FOIA request, when, Joe, when, I don't think quantitative easing ever it never ended. You know, a trillion dollars. I don't a think week. it has either. Yeah. Even now, I don't think it's eighty percent of all the but, money but, in circulation was printed in the last two years, Joe. I, I, what do I, I mean, come on. Say that number again, because I don't think people get it. Say it again. Eighty percent of all money in circulation is that was printed in the last two years. It's, the, it's a fact. 
<laughs> it's 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 a it's abysmal, Joe. It's it's it, it destroys countries when you do this. This is what happens. Why why is it that inflation is doing what it's doing? It's not Russia and Ukraine that doesn't help. It doesn't help. But I'll tell you right now, even without Russia and Ukraine, let's just say it never happened because it shouldn't have happened. All right, instead of crude oil being, uh, what is it right now, $108, it'd probably be 95 on its way to 120 130 Now, uh, again, it didn't help, but it was already going there. Fertilizer prices were already at record highs. It ends with demand destruction. Eventually, you get to the point where people can no longer afford it. I can't tell you how many people have had to leave where they live because their rents went up 20, 30, 40 percent and had to find somewhere else to live. And again, when, not a better place to live. No, that means, hey, I gotta find a lesser place to live. My standard of liver has to go down to live. Joe, there's a reason that uh, three years ago there was a time where we were still selling twenty dollars liberties for twelve fifty. Now we're at twenty two fifty. Eighty percent of the money was printed in the last two years. It just it just correlates, Joe. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. This is uh, the final day here on the one tenth ounce uh, American Gold Eagles one through forty nine are two hundred and fifty dollars. If you buy a roll of them, that's fifty in a roll. You can buy more than a roll, but if you buy a roll of them, I'll take five bucks off. Uh, a roll of 50, one-tenth ounce gold eagles, 12,250. Uh, we've got about 50 20s left at yesterday's price of $2,255. Uh, gold is up now almost $30 here, approaching 1940. Uh, silver's up uh, about 43 cents right now, $25, uh, 17 cents. The Dow is down, not huge. Uh, the Dow is down today. The bond market, we've been watching this. The 10-year note down to 235. And again, how is it down? Uh, and, the, and the answer really is simple. Uh, because when we look at what's happening, the yield curve getting ready to invert now full inversion. We've been waiting for this. The two-year note is at 233. The ten-year note at two three five. Uh, so, Jason, uh, it, it could happen as early as today. Uh, and of course, that's the bond market's way of saying, "Hey, guess what, guys? This isn't going to end well." Uh, Jeffrey Gunlots, the guy, one of the people I tell you, if you see any of his stuff, pay attention to what he has to say. And he moved out big this morning, saying, "Hey, I know the guys. The the guys that." Uh, Run the cheerleading squads on your television set for the stock market. Don't want to believe it. But you better believe what the bond market is saying right now is we got big trouble ahead. And, and Gunlotch kind of doubling down on what he's been saying now for the last 18 months. This is how it ends. With a dollar losing 30, 40, 
Worst case scenario, 50% of its value. Uh, as, as again, Jason, we're getting ready, right? This is it. Uh, this is the swan song. You know, it's not over till the fat lady sings, sort of speak. Well, let, let me tell you right now, the fat lady's warming up. She's up next. Uh, and I think this is going to be it for the dollar. This is going to be it for the Federal Reserve note. Uh, the digital currency is, is coming. Matter of fact, there's legislation now in Congress. Uh, they want the Treasury Department to move even faster. Remember Joe Biden's, uh, signed an executive order. What was it? Ten days ago? Telling the Treasury to start preparing. Uh, Jason, it, it's, you can't say that there, that people weren't warned. The government is doing, listen, they're doing this right out in the open, Jason. Yeah, the, the information's there. Uh, it, 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 unfortunately, uh, uh, people have been trained uh, through their lives to, to, to ignore information. That oh, who wants to who wants to think? I need to be entertained. I need to just. Uh, I need to do. I need to look at uh, Will Smith and, and Kid Rock and and the Oscars. And, and I need to. And I, and I just need to go about my busy life, barely paying my bills. And why should I think about anything? That's that's left for somebody else to do. I'm. And a lot of people actually believe they're dumb, uh, Joe. I'm too stupid to understand this stuff. Well, Joe and I figured it out. I'm sure you guys can figure it out. I don't think Joe and I are any more impressive or any less impressive than anybody else out there, Joe. No, and, and, and again, uh, it, it's what you do with the information. If you want, And I said it, remember when I said it on Monday, don't buy this sell-off. Because remember, gold was selling off, oil was selling off. And I told you, it's all fake. It's a fake headline. And they're just trying to make a few bucks. Some, you know, a bank or a hedge fund. They're just making a few dollars. And of course, once actual data come, came in, what happened? Right, gold's up thirty. Right, crude oil. Remember, crude oil yesterday at one point was ninety-eight dollars. It's now one hundred and eight. Why? Because actual data comes in every time we get the actual data. It, this is what you see, and now uh, just today here, here, and this is this is worrisome. Uh, Proctor Gamble, General Mills, getting downgraded by the big banks, as they're saying that they're starting to see consumers having to buy the store brand products as inflation uh, is starting to have its effect. At the grocery store, and this is these are the signs that you start seeing uh, when when the consumer starts to feel the stress, uh, and when that happens, it all of a sudden, right? The next thing that happens, uh oh, the bars and restaurants aren't business isn't as good. All of a sudden, people can't afford to eat out. People can't, hey, I've got to raise prices again, but now the consumer can't afford to buy it. And, and again, remember. This is at a time now we haven't even gotten big rate hikes yet. Right? We, we're, we're waiting. We, we've gotten a whole whopping quarter of a point. This thing is going to get really nasty uh, before uh, this this whole event is over with. And, and on both sides, we're going to have soaring prices. We're going to have demand destruction. We're going into a Great Depression. It's going to happen. And here's the difference. It's going to be a depression with inflation, something that we've never seen before, Jason. I think you're right, and uh, I'm actually looking since since I mentioned 2019. I was looking at the gold chart for 2019 uh, early in the early in the year. It charged up to 1340 an ounce. 
And then it just kind of came down. But it sure, you know, didn't charge up as much as it did early this year. I mean, it really charged up in, in, in uh, late February and March. But but it just kind of sagged down to about twelve seventy and sat there, and, and people weren't buying it, Joe. We were trying to sell it, people weren't buying it. And then suddenly September showed up, and gold charged right up to fifteen hundred sixty bucks. And that's how yep. quick. And what happened quick. in September? Let me tell you what happened in September. That was the end of quantitative tightening. Yep, and that's the repo happened. and the repo markets, Joe. Right. Right. The, the repo markets fell apart. Interest rates went back to zero. Just happens fast. Guess what? It's going to happen just that fast again. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, we got a couple lines open. Final segment coming up. Get your orders in. $20 gold pieces. What's left? $22.55. Last day on 10th ounce. $250 by 50 or more. $245. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, got three lines open. Shouldn't you? Don't get it. You're not real. I'm failing you here. Maybe this will help you. This is how bad it is. You have no idea. And again, remember because this is what Wall Street does. They 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 want to live on fantasy. But when the real data comes in, and and why you know it's gradual, gradual, and then suddenly we're in a. Just that quick, Wall Street won't open. Uh, U.S. government bonds. This is a huge, huge, huge problem. This is the biggest bubble the Fed has ever created, even bigger than Wall Street. According to Deutsche Bank's Jim Reed, he heads the Matic Research, which goes and has data stretching all the way back to the U.S. Civil War. They said that tomorrow will mark the end of what is set to be the worst quarter for the 10-year U.S. Treasuries since the early 1980s, right, Paul Volcker. The only other period with even worse totally quarterly returns for 10-year Treasuries or their equivalent was the fourth quarter of 1931, right, which right, was the start, really, the Great Depression. You know, we, we they closed the banks in 33. Believe me, the Depression was already on, and 1931 was the big warning sign. And this is according to data going all the way back to 1865. So the 10-year Treasury just had the worst quarter ever, with the exception of the 1980 Paul Volcker Fed and the start of the Great Depression in the fourth quarter of 1931. And Paul Volcker had to raise those rates big time, Joe. When? We just did a quarter point. Right. And this is what I'm telling you. This is how bad it really is. You have no idea. Please get ready. There is no way this ends well. The bond curve is getting ready to be fully inverted. It may happen as early as today. This is always the leading indicator. And when you hear articles like this, where they say this is the worst quarter, and then they just cite some of the worst times in our nation's history, that tells you how bad 
the problem is going to be. Here's my fear. My fear is the second quarter is going to be even worse. And, and what they mean by bad is when the 10-year note yields rise, that's bad. And they're talking about how much it rose in the first quarter. What do you think it's going to do in the second quarter? As the Fed says, and we're going to be raising 50 basis points every meeting. This is shaping up to be, like again, I hate that and I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but this is how I see it. I have to be honest with you. It's the next Great Depression that's coming. This is what's going to happen. Demand destruction has to happen, and that means all the house of cards has to collapse, and that's why we're going to end up with that digital currency, Jason, because that's going to be the savior. Yeah, I mean, to recover for what's getting ready to happen, uh, more control over those assets, more control over those fiat currencies worldwide. Those central banks are going to tighten their grip harder, Joe, because that's the only way they can keep what they got, right? Yeah, leave that money in the bank. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> you know, even if it's losing 10 or 20% of purchasing power a year, uh, just keep it sitting in there and see what happens. 800 951 592. 